0: Mid Journey, Stability AI, and Runway ML have presented new arguments in the cases brought by artists against them, claiming copyright infringement, and they're looking very strong. But will these new developments put users of AI technologies in the crosshairs? Phil Buck here back again for another AI Roundup, your weekly digest of everything AI related. And if you like what we're doing here on the show, help me out and hit that like button and sub to the channel. Oh, and Happy Valentine's Day to all the lovers out there. Today though, we're not going to be sharing much love as the courtroom battle between big AI and artists takes another turn. Last Friday, February 10th, Midjourney, Stability AI, Runway ML, and DeviantArt all submitted new motions to strike or dismiss complaints brought against them in a class action lawsuit involving many artists. Some notables include Sarah Anderson, aka Sarah Scribbles, and Gregor Rakowski, or you may have seen his name in almost any AI prompt, Greg Rakowski. We've been waiting for some time to see how judges would rule on the fair use aspect of AI as many legal arguments, as well as the people in the comments of my videos, claim that what LLMs and diffusion engines do is transformative of the works they reference. But with these new motions, it looks like fair use may not even come into play at all. And the precedents are there to support this, as we saw in a case covered here earlier this year between Sarah Silverman and OpenAI. Essentially, the lawyers for the AI tech companies argue that the outputs from their products are not really what should be focused on in these cases, but rather the models themselves. In that case, Kadri et al., which includes Sarah Silverman versus Meta Platforms. U.S. District Judge Vince Chahabria is quoted, There is no way to understand the llama models themselves as a recasting or adaptation of any of the plaintiff's books. Uh, It's worth noting that these two lawsuits have both now referenced each other for (laughs) precedent in previous rulings. So we got a little Ouroboros thing going on here. The biggest and strongest argument artists have had to date against AI, either LLMs or diffusion models, is that the companies use their data without their consent to train their models. But what these latest motions make clear is that the products that were created by scraping this data are the models themselves, not the outputs, which it seems so obvious, but all this time we've had to face the accusations about the outputs that these models can create. What is becoming much clearer now is that AI engines will most likely be treated in the same manner as Xerox machines, VCRs, or even Adobe Photoshop. And what I mean by that is that all these technologies are capable of recreating someone's work. Slap anyone's R into a photocopier and get 100 replicas of it. Pop your Blockbuster rental into a Betamax and make your own copy to watch forever after. Control-C and Control-V an image off the internet into Adobe Photoshop to make your own meme from it. And there are legal precedents for these examples. For a while now, we've seen comparisons of AI to Google when they were sued for indexing books. Um, But they got off scot-free thanks to fair use. So I guess I see the comparison. Uh, This article that we're referencing today from Venture Beat by Carl Franzen, it references a 1984 Supreme Court decision which was presented by Stability AI's lawyers that if a device is sold for a legitimate purpose and has a substantial non-infringing use, its manufacturer will not be liable under copyright law for potential infringement by its users. Boom. Wow. This is a very strong argument, and personally, I would be very surprised if they don't succeed in getting these cases dismissed with these new motions. And that leads to a whole other discussion, which is worth mentioning right now. With the impetus of guilt being moved off of the creators of these AI tools, where does the blame move? Well, frankly, it moves to you and me, or rather the users of Stable Diffusion, Midjourney, ChatGBT, RunwayML... Uh, this isn't the first time we've seen this argument. Back in November, actually, we saw a movement from Google, OpenAI, and Microsoft to shift any blame for copyright infringement onto the users of their tools rather than themselves, even in the midst of admitting to massive amounts of copyright materials being used to train their products. And I mean, you know, honestly, I think this is good for the most part, I mean, and maybe a little bit bad. Overall, this means that these AI tools will most likely be able to keep being developed in the same manner they have. They will be able to continue to suck up any and all data they want to train their models on, and basically, if anyone is at fault for copyright infringement related to ChatGBT or MidJourney or Bing Image Creator, it'll be the person typing Sonic the Hedgehog or Shrek into their prompts. But this type of activity is a tale as old as time. I mean we've seen people for decades dodging or circumventing small-time copyright infringement for their own personal gain. Have you ever been to a comic convention? Artist alleys across the world are covered in characters drawn by artists from Disney's or Warner Brothers intellectual property and those go for the most part unchecked with lots of money flowing in for the artists who recreate or reinterpret those characters for their own livelihood. Meme artists have been repurposing everything under the sun from passages in books to screenshots from movies, you name it. It's probably been used in a meme. I personally, I can't think of a lawsuit that has been brought against either of those artists at Comic Cons or that meme creator on Facebook or Instagram. I mean, I'm sure there has been, but just not enough for me to know about it. And this kind of goes back to our episode from a couple weeks ago about George Carlin, where I talked about P. Diddy using the police and getting sued for it. But no one has ever sued me for sampling Sting. I, I actually haven't ever s- sampled Sting, but just hear me out. Why is that? It's because nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares about me sampling Sting. Nobody cares about those artists drawing Captain America in the artist alley at Denver Comic Con. I think for the most part, the way things are going with AI engines, it allows for a regular old person on their PC like me to crank out a bunch of AI images for fun. Or even for small-time projects that affect a really small sample of the population and no one is going to be the worse off for it. That being said, I'm sure there will be some lawsuits that arise out of this for individuals who use AI tools to infringe on copyright. Like I said, I'm sure it's happened before, obviously it will happen again, and I kinda really think that's the way it should be. What do you think? Is AI here to stay, or is this a harbinger of the coming robot apocalypse? (laughs) Sorry, I had to get dramatic for a minute at least once in this episode. (laughs) Sound off in the comments, or join us in the MSP Media Network Discord for a more heated or a more nuanced debate. Alright, that's it for today's AI Roundup. If you're enjoying what we do here on the show, please hit that like button and sub to the channel. Signing off for this February 14th, Valentine's Day episode of AI Roundup. I'm Phil Buck and I'll see you next time. This has been a broadcast of the MSP Media Network.